Hello and welcome to the NicheSiteTools.com podcast where we share experiences, tips, and tools to help everyone achieve a greater level of success with their online adventures. Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 86 of the NicheSiteTools.com podcast. So glad to be back and glad to have you here today. And it's been a couple of weeks since our last episode due to the Thanksgiving holiday here in the U.S. I had some vacation with my wife. We'll talk a slight bit about that, but today's episode is going to be entitled How to Reuse Old Content Properly and Year End Wrap Up. And today's topic came from an email subscriber, Jim, and we'll talk all about his question and one additional question that's sort of related, but not really. And then we'll talk about a year-end wrap-up, talk about things that you might be planning for for next year, think about things that you've accomplished over the year, maybe not accomplished. We'll talk a little bit about all that today. This episode today will probably be on the shorter side, so it won't be an overly lengthy episode, but hopefully lots of useful information for you guys. Good way to wrap up the year and look forward to the new year. And that's pretty much it. Like I said, I was on vacation with my wife for the week of Thanksgiving. So it's been a couple of weeks, three or four weeks since the last episode. And we went on a Norwegian cruise line cruise aboard the Norwegian Epic. It was a Western Caribbean cruise. It was Saturday to Saturday. And we went to the ports of Cozumel, Grand Cayman, Ocho Rios, Jamaica, and Great Stirrup Cay, which was one of their private islands. And it was a really enjoyable time. We went to a couple of ports we hadn't been to. The only one that we had been to previously was Grand Cayman. So it was good to experience a couple new ports, different ship. We've always cruised on Carnival before. I think we've been on, I've been on probably five cruises that I can recall. I think my wife's been on four and they were all on Carnival. So we're used to that look and feel and the service and everything on Carnival ships. So it was good to experience a new ship and uh, get, you know, different perspective, different way of doing things, a couple of different additional features. There was a bowling alley on the ship. There was an ice bar, huge sports bar where we ate dinner a lot of the times on the ship, and the ports were great. Weather was excellent. It only rained one day when we were in Ocho Rios, Jamaica, on a river tubing safari. So we were already wet anyway, so that was okay. So overall, great time. But as with any vacation, we're always glad to come home, get back to our pets, get in the swing of things, and that's where we are today. But before we get right into the content, I wanted to quickly thank... 35 new email subscribers, only three left their names, so it'll be relatively quick. Heinz, Fam, and Sang. Thank you guys so much for joining my email list over at nichesitetools.com forward slash subscribe, where you'll instantly get my keyword brainstorming guide and my seven simple SEO tips guide as a thank you for signing up. And that will do it for the housekeeping today. Let's get right into the content. And like I mentioned, today's episode came directly from a question from Jim in an email. And he basically said that he has a website that he's had out there since 2010. Back then, he created the site with five pieces of content and didn't really do too much other than that. So no additional content. Things started to rank. Things started to get traffic. And he brought in some revenue from that site. But that method of creating websites with minimal content and no major updates, of course, over the years, that has not been as successful a strategy as it once was. So he started to lose some traffic, started to lose rankings and lose revenue. So that site's just kind of sitting out there 
but he would like to create a brand new website using that same five pieces of content and add lots of additional content and keep things going. But his plan is to buy a brand new domain name and use a new website to do all of that. So basically he wants to transport those five pieces of content over to his new website, possibly make some updates to those to get things up to date, and then create a bunch of additional content. So Basically, he's going to copy that existing content word for word like a copy paste and then use it. And he doesn't want to run into the issue of having duplicate content out there. So that was what he was asking me. His exact question was, what is the best way to take content from the old domain, edit and add it to the new domain while avoiding possible duplicate content issues in the eyes of the search engines? So that's a great question. And that's one that I can answer relatively quickly because I've done something similar before. And basically all you have to do, one, I mean, there's a couple of different ways you could do it. There's always multiple ways you can do things for the most part. But one way that I've done this before is basically you go to your old domain name and your old website, log into your WordPress dashboard. And then what I've done in the past is I edit each of those pieces of content and set them to draft mode. So what that means is that just your content will no longer be published on the website itself. So in the eyes of Google, your content has disappeared. But one additional thing you're going to definitely want to do, which is the most important part, is after that, you're going to want to go to the Google Remove URL tool. And if you just type in Google Remove URL tool in your browser, you'll find a link to it. If you're familiar with Google Webmaster Tools, which I believe is now called Google Search Console, it'll basically take you to a link inside of your account there and you can select the website if you already have all that set up in in your account there you can just select your website from the drop down put in the url that you want google to go out and check and remove from their search engines and you want to choose the option to hide the page from search and remove it from the cache basically what that means is you're telling google that that page no longer exists on your website and it will remove it from its search results and it'll remove the cache copy that they keep out there so but that's what you're going to want to do and it can take some time to do that so once you submit that request if you do it through your webmaster tools account or your search console account you'll see that request out there and you'll see how long it takes to process in my experience recently i had to go through something like this for one piece of content and it took at least two weeks for it to disappear from the search engine so make sure that you set yourself up enough time for it to disappear from Google search engine. And the good thing about that is that once you do that, it'll no longer be there. And it's like you have a brand new piece of content. And of course, you'll want to update it and do anything you can to make the content as relevant as possible. But you're able to completely reuse your content with no fear of a duplicate content penalty. And again, this Jim specifically said he was just going to let that site expire and let that site go, the old one, the old URL and anything on there. So saving those con pieces of content on there as a draft will basically keep the content out there in case you needed to copy paste or refer back to but it'll no longer be live on his website so that's taking it out of there so if google were to go crawl that site on its own it would find that that content no longer existed and that's fine because he doesn't care about any of the existing content out there if you happen to have a website that had been out there for a while but was still getting some rankings and traffic so you want to kind of keep that what you could do is set up a 301 redirect for that entire website, which is beyond the scope of this podcast episode, but you can go out there and look. There's ways you could redirect the entire old website to the new website so that anybody that went to a link on the old site, they'd go to the new site. So that would kind of 
keep some of that link juice that that old site might have had. But again, in this particular case, Jim didn't care anything about the old site. He just wanted to be able to use the content on the new site without having any issues with duplicate content. So that would easily accomplish that for him. Go to the old website, put all those posts into draft mode, save them. That would take them out of being published and available on his website. Then go to the Google Remove URLs tool and go in there and select the option to hide the page from search and remove from cache. Give it a couple of weeks, go out there, keep checking on that content, see if there's anything showing up from Google on that old website. And then if not, you're good to go. You're good to publish that content on the new website and move forward with creating some great content, building your new audience and having a renewed interest in the topic that he was interested in. So that's pretty much how to do it. And another question that I received coincidentally on that same day for via the contact form on my website was about translated content. Somebody wanted to translate a piece of someone's content into another language and utilize it on their website. So they had asked, you know, did I think that was okay to do? And would there be any issues with duplicate content in that case as well? So since I got both of those on the same day, I'm like, all right, I guess I need to talk a little bit about duplicate content. So I wasn't sure what the answer was to that. My initial gut reaction was that maybe, yes, that would be considered duplicate content, especially if it was like word for word. But then I thought a little bit more about it and things don't usually translate, you know, one to one. So I wasn't sure how they would be able to tell that. So I had to do some research and the answer was that no, that is not considered duplicate content. If you have something that's in English and then it's translated and somewhere else in a completely different language, but basically says the same thing. So no was the short answer. It's not duplicate content. And that person really wasn't sure what they were going to get out of it other than possibly a link, but they weren't exactly sure. So I told them to definitely investigate further, see what the intentions of that person was. Maybe you get a backlink. Maybe you can start a relationship and publish some additional content. Just kind of see what that's all about. So hopefully it's not a spammy website. Maybe difficult to tell if it's in a completely different language you don't understand, but maybe you could use some browser plugins that automatically translate uh, websites for you or some other tools like that to try to figure out what the point of that would be. So I definitely said look further into that, but short answer is no, that would not be considered duplicate content. So that was good info, something I didn't know and something that hopefully you are now informed about. And that'll wrap it up for our main content segment today, but I did want to take us into a year-end wrap-up. And looking at the calendar, I saw that two weeks from now, we're going to be right in the middle of the Christmas holiday. The week after will be in New Year's. So this will most likely be the last episode for the year for me. Hope you guys won't miss me too much. I will miss you guys. And I hope you get to enjoy your family, friends, and uh, all that good stuff surrounding the holiday season. But I did want to touch really quickly on some things that you might want to think about, being that it's closing this year out, getting close to the new year might all be thinking about some New Year's resolutions or things that we want to accomplish 
in the coming year or things that we did or did not accomplish last year. So this is where you'll want to do a little bit of self-reflection. And for me, I ran some stats just to get some quick numbers and see some things that I accomplished. And I saw that I had 21 new podcast episodes for the year. So not quite every other week, but given some vacations and things like that, that's not too bad. I got 256 new email subscribers. So that was good. Almost uh, more than doubled my email list. So that was great. And more importantly to me was that I got a lot more email interactions, more interactions with folks in the private Facebook mastermind group, and some one-on-one help. I just really like to work with people on a one-on-one basis. I know that through the podcast, I can help a lot more people, and through the website, you know, a lot of people can come to me when I'm not here, so it doesn't require that constant attention or care and feeding, so the website's great, the podcast is great, I can help a lot of folks while I'm doing some, you know, I'm on my day job, sleeping, whatever, I love that aspect, but I do love to have that direct interaction from folks, whether it's email, you know, through the private Facebook mastermind group, through the contact form on the website, whatever method it is, that's what really keeps me going because I know I can answer these particular questions directly that somebody has. It's going to hopefully help them accomplish something, get past a particular issue or pain point that they're going through and hopefully have success down the road. And I'd love to hear those success stories and see people that make their first sale or make their hundred sale. I just love to hear those stories and know that something that I've done has made a difference for somebody else. So hopefully that's something you're focusing on in the new year, that you're trying to help somebody and trying to make a difference in someone else's life. And if you do focus on that and make that the core reason that you're really doing whatever you want to do as far as your niche sites go, your online business, or whatever you're doing in life, hopefully something that you're doing is helping somebody out, making a difference for somebody else, making somebody else's life better. And if you do that, I think you'll really find success in whatever it is you're doing. So hopefully, you know, obviously a lot of folks do this for money or some sort of side income or some sort of freedom that it provides being able to work remotely or work from anywhere and have that sort of freedom. So all those things factor in. But if you can really focus on making a difference in somebody else's life in a positive way, I think you'll really see that a lot of what you want to do when it comes to niche sites really starts to take shape. So that's really what I find the most success in is that if I've helped more people than I helped the following day, week, month, or year, that's really what motivates me to keep going forward. So there's going to be a lot of times, of course, along the way, there's going to be stumbling blocks. There's going to be other things that get in the way of your project. Always there's something that's trying to pull our time away from the different things we want to do. But if you can really focus on helping others, that's really where the core of your effort should be. And I think you'll really see that pay off as long as you also put in the effort that it's going to take to create the content using whatever your preferred medium is, whether it's video, audio, podcast, written word, whatever that might be. The more that you can focus on helping somebody else and helping somebody else 
get over a pain point or achieve their own goals and create content that really adds value to your customers, the more that you'll start to see success. And it is not a quick process. It's going to take time. It's going to take effort. It's going to take more effort and time than you expect, even if you do plan for that. So there will be some roadblocks along the way, but really if you just keep that prime focus on your essential customer that you would be out there helping on the different things that you can do to add value, I think you'll really have a great new year. And I think that's really one where you want to try to focus if you're thinking about what topics to write about, what can I do to bring in some side income. Focus on your ideal customer and try to get a picture in your mind and then focus on how you can serve them best in the new year. So that's where I'm going to leave it for what is most likely the last episode of 2016. I hope you guys really enjoyed the shows this past year and I really, really, really appreciate it when you guys send me different topics for the podcast episodes because that way I know at least somebody out there has the same question and if one person does, probably a lot of others are going to as well. So keep those suggestions coming and the best and easiest way to reach me is by email at to chris at nichesitetools.com and I will be glad to get back to you. I'll point you to any existing content that I have that would address your question right away and if I think it's something that other people would benefit from, I will most likely do a podcast episode and or blog post about it in the very near future. So Thank you guys again. Thank you so much for being out there in my audience. I appreciate every one of you, whether you're listening on the podcast, whether you normally check out the blog post, or if you're out there on my email list as well. I wanted to greatly thank each and every one of you out there. Thank you so much. I appreciate you being there. You're the reason that I do what I do, and hopefully I've helped you in some way throughout this year, and I hope that I can help you even more in the coming year. So for all of you that will be celebrating, I hope you have a Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah and a happy, healthy, and prosperous new year for you and your entire family. Thanks again, and we'll catch you again in 2017. Bye-bye now. 